With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back. We've had, what, a month, month and a half off, something like that. So today is January, February, March 12th, uh, 2020, and we're here tonight with Carrie, and we just uh, interrupted this great conversation about income taxes and uh, apparently the the subject is that Trump is trying to uh, make it so that they can't take income taxes out of a working man's wages for the rest of the year. And Carrie says, well, do you know why that can't happen? So, Carrie, why don't you tell us again? Okay, no, it could happen. Don't get me wrong. It could happen because for the, in the short term, it would be great for everybody. Now, the problem is the Federal Reserve is a private corporation. It's not federal, and there's no reserves. So every dollar in the economy is borrowed. Now, if you have a million-dollar economy and you put $10 million into the economy, the value of the dollar goes down and the price of goods goes up. Now, the reason they pay income taxes because not one dime of the income tax that they take out of our check goes to the government, not one dime. I should quote the Grace Commission. The Grace Commission says not one penny. No, and the reason not one for, nickel. Okay, yeah, that's what, you're right, one nickel. You're exactly right, <laughs> one nickel. That is what it says, sorry. So that means they're taking it out of circulation for a reason. So what happens is, if they do what he say, if they do what he says, it's going to put more money in our pocket. For in the short term, that's a wonderful thing. That's a great thing. But the problem is because what's going to happen is uh, uh, they're going to have too much money in circulation, and there's going to be too too much money, and not enough people running after it. That's the reason we tax it. For those of you that have a computer, if you will, get online and look up the 10, the 10 planks of the Communist Manifesto. Hold on a second. Yeah, yeah. Did you say hold or, or, or yeah, yeah? I said hold on. we got to mute okay. everybody uh, except for Gene here. Gene, is that you? Yeah, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Okay, got it. Okay, continue. Yes. Okay, look up the the ten planks of the Communist Manifesto. One of them is a progressive income tax. See, yeah. and the reason for it is. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree with you. I I, I understand that part, but I'm not too good with the computer here, so. That's okay. That's okay. But the reason you have income taxes is to hide what the Federal Reserve is doing. 
For an example, let's say you have a 64-ounce glass. You have five gallons of water. You're going to pour five gallons of water into a 64-ounce glass. When it reaches the top, it's going to overflow and run on the floor and make a mess. Everybody's going to see the mess. So what they do is they drill a hole in the bottom of the glass, they hook a hose to it, and they run the hose five miles down the road. That way they can get all five gallons of water in the 64-ounce glass because you don't see the mess. It's a long ways away. That way they can keep putting more and more and more, and then what happens is it dilutes everything. Now, for if anybody has an opportunity and would look up, in Black's Law Dictionary, um, um, uh, what is that? Uh, when the government can takes your land, eminent um, domain. In, yeah, look up eminent domain, and it tells you in there. It defines the way it's defined under eminent domain. It will start to make sense. So what has to happen is if the government borrows a million dollars in a million dollar economy and puts it into the economy, the next year, it's going to be, it's, or, the, or um, in a month, say, the next month, all of that's inflationary. So they have to take a million dollars out. Otherwise, you penalize the government. See, the government can't borrow money, then, then they wouldn't spend it. So what happens is, as they keep borrowing money and putting it into the economy, that's what happens. Now, I want you to think about this. Tad, if you and you said, Gene, both of you both borrow $100, how much money would the Federal Reserve create if you both borrowed $100? How much would the, how much would the uh, Federal Reserve create? 200 that's correct. Each one of you have to pay 10% back. So each one of you have to pay $110 back. Now, one of you are going to one of you are going to be able to pay it back because you're going to get the other dollar. So you have to pay back 220, but only 200 has been made. Where does the other $20 come from? Uh, me beating the other guys at getting it. That's okay, but you're still 20 short because there's still only $200. One of these you're paying back. As long as I pay mine back, it doesn't matter. It's the other guy that's in trouble, not me. Okay, then where does the $20 come from? Foreclosure. Do they have to print it? Okay, they don't print interest and they don't create interest. So, So... Ah, the interest is never made. So you see the national debt. So what happens is they're creating money, they're taxing it out of circulation, so the national debt, what do you think the national debt is? Well, they say it's $23 trillion, but I've heard way up to 100 so I don't know. I don't care. That, that's irrelevant. What created the, what created the, um, the, the, the debt, the, um, um, Deficit. What's created the deficit? Twenty-three trillion, hundred trillion, one trillion doesn't matter. 
What is that represented by? The interest. The interest. There you go. The interest is never created. Therefore, if the government borrows a billion dollars to build a bridge, they get the billion dollars, but they have to pay interest. They tax us a billion dollars to get it out of circulation. Then it goes towards the debt. That way, they can come back later and take the bridge away because they own it. When you buy buy a house, you pay $100 a month for 30 years, uh, you're you're going to pay five times what the house you borrowed. And the reason for it is that's the interest. It's never created. So what does it go? It goes to the national debt. So what we have here is we have two strikes against us. One, the interest is never created, and two, they're taxing us because the money is created out of thin air. So by, by Trump doing what he's doing, he's going to let us have more of what we, what we earn. And the reason they're fighting it so hard, once he does what he says, what's going to happen is it's going to be really soon, and the people are going to start seeing. See? Uh, Gene, can I ask you a question? If I can answer it, yes, go ahead. Okay, what color is a banana? Oh, I know there's something tricky here that I'm not putting together. <laughs> I'm asking you, what well, I'm color just is gonna, I'm going to fall for it. When do you want it? Before I pick it or when it's ripe or unripe? Yes. Yes. <laughs> what color I'll is step in. what color what color is a banana? I'll, I'll step into it. It's green. No, it's brown. Okay. After it gets rot, yeah. Oh see? So now now there's a conflict. See, therein lies the problem. See, they're defining things. But a banana is green, yellow, or brown. See, by asking you what color a banana is, you you can't answer that, but you did. And the reason you cannot answer that is because you have to know more information. Well, do you want it while it's on the tree? Do you want it before it's ripe? Do you want it during the ripe? Do you want it at? See, in other words, you don't have enough information. Now, Gene, do me a favor. Since we're on the same page, Explain what uh, uh, explain what a banana tastes like. Go ahead. I want to know what a banana tastes like. Would you Would you do that? Uh, <laughs> see, I'm, see, I'm afraid see. to answer anything. But anyway, uh, I don't know. I haven't eaten one. Which Which end of the banana you want to bite, or whatever? I don't know. Go ahead. See, see, there's our problem. We're answering questions that we don't understand. See, just because you don't understand it doesn't make it so. That's true. Okay. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to open your eyes. I don't have the answers to much, but there's a couple of things I know. See? Now, Gene, let me ask you a question. 
Do you mind if I, what state do you live in? <laughs> well, do I was born in Oklahoma. Do you, do, do, you, do you reside in? I mean, I don't care. Uh, it's Oklahoma. Okay. Huh. In Oklahoma, do you wear underwear or do we only wear them in Texas? Not all the time. Okay, do you ever wear them? Well, I was taught to, so yes, I do. Okay, now you got a problem. Because uh-huh. Uh, uh, uh-huh, underwear in Texas it's, is barbed wire that looks like a, 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 a cup. I and, got and you the, now. Underwire, yeah, okay. Underwire. Underwire. Yeah. Someone out on the wire. <laughs> See, the point is, the point is, what we have to do is we have to be on the same page as they are. Okay, if I'm a baker and I make cakes, and you ask me how many eggs goes into a pound cake, I can tell you. But if if I if I make cakes and you ask me how much tar paper goes under the shingles, I don't, have, I don't even know what tar paper is. And so what they're asking us is they're asking us questions that we don't have a clue because we yeah. don't know. Now, Gene, let me ask a question. Do you fill out a 1040? No, I haven't for years, but... Uh... Sitting, no. Okay, there, there am I. See the problem? Yeah. I asked you a question. I asked you a question. Now yeah. I know you don't, and you haven't done it in years. See how much information I got just by asking one you question. Got, yep, too much. Right. All right. Now, too another much. thing, why don't you fill out one? Why don't you? Uh. I know there's a good answer, but I'm not thinking good right now. But why don't I? Just because uh, I think I would lie on it, have to lie on it. But anyway, I just don't think it's lawful that I have to. See what you just did? You brought yourself into it. I know. How many times did I? Yeah, you're right. See? See? So ask. I fall into it every time. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Ask, Ask me the same question. How do you fill out a 1040? Thank you for asking. What's a 1040? Because I don't know. Uh-huh. That's what I knew I should. Yep, I got you. Yeah. Now, when you tell me, I would say no. What would your answer be then? What would your next question be? Now, what? now if you said no, instead of saying no. that you don't know what a 1040 is, right? Or what? Correct. Okay, I, I say no. What would you, as the government, as the IRS agent, as the judge, or as an attorney, what would your next question be? Uh, what do you mean by a 1040? Or you would say, why not, wouldn't you? Uh, now, hold it. Okay, now, I'm saying no, or you're saying no. 
Okay, I'm asking you, you why not. Okay, and you're saying to me why not. Okay, I understand. Yeah. Okay, so you asked me in a court sitting, in a court condition, yeah. do you file a 1040? I say no. You okay, and then I would say, yeah, I would say why not. Yes, I got you. See? See, now the problem is everybody says this, well, because I'm a non-resident alien. Uh, I don't have to because I'm not a government employee. Well, I don't have to because, see, you better be right. Yeah. Now, okay, the reason I don't file one, because in the 1040 instructions, it tells me not to. See? Yeah. So if, if the 1040 instructions tells me not to, then why would I? Yeah. See? Now now they got a problem, see? Because because I'm not saying I don't because I'm not or I don't because of. The reason I don't fill out a 1040 because the 1040 instruction booklet tells me not to. See the problem? Yeah. We have to understand. We have to answer the question they ask. Now, Okay, where did you get, because I know it says you've got to fill out a form or make a statement. Okay, does that say 1040? No, it doesn't. Oh, it says a return or statement. So if it says return, return or statement, is, wait a minute, is the 1040 a return? Yes, but so is the CT1, so is the 1041, yeah. so is the 2291. Doesn't that make sense? Yeah. Okay. See? Now, let me ask you a question. Now, you think about this. I put a steel-toed boot on. I get a three-step running start, and I kick you directly in the scrotum. Would it hurt? And I get a direct hit. A direct hit. Okay, how do I answer this? I don't know. Would it hurt? Yeah. I don't know. I've never had that happen before. Well, here, let me do it for you. Let me do it, no. and then I can ask you. I'm glad I'm a long distance from you. Anyway. Okay. Well, now, the question is, would it hurt? What do you mean by hurt? Okay. Would it make somebody cry? I want to say, but I'm I'm going to fall in it. So I'll say yes. Okay. Now that you answered it that way, Tad, if I kick Gene in the in the uh, scrotum, will it hurt you? No. See the problem? You answered a question without knowing the results. The question yeah, isn't would it hurt. There you go. Would it hurt? I don't know. Hurt who? Well, would it hurt you? Yes. Now, every time I ask that question, it has to do with you. See what I'm saying? Now, let me ask you another question. If I poke you in the right eye with my left index finger and I bury it to the knuckle, would it hurt? Who's indexed that knuckle? Okay, 
if I poke your right eye with my left uh, index finger and I jam it all the way to the knuckle, would it hurt? Now you're talking about me. Or who are you I'm talking about? You. Okay, see how simple that was? Because now if I say hurt you, you're going to say, well, of course it would. Well, would it hurt Tad? I have no idea. Would it hurt yeah. your see, knuckle? in other words, okay, how are you talking? See, in other words, if you don't know the question, see, how, how are you going to answer it if you don't know the question? I'm sorry if you don't know the whole answer. See, see yeah. what I'm saying? Okay, that's what they're doing to us. They're going to ask yeah. you a question. See, they're going to ask you a question. See, they're going to ask you, um, is it a good idea if Trump says no, the working man should not pay any more taxes for the rest of the year? Is that a good idea? For who? Gene? Yeah, uh, I mean. Because if you said yes, then I would have said you're not a working person. Tad's not a working person. I am. But he's, see, I now make the decision. Yeah. See? In other words, in other words, they write, they write laws in Texas. And you have to read them really careful. Because when they, when they write a law or a, a statute or a, a bill, they'll ask you to vote on it. If you vote no, you're saying yes. If you say yes, you're really saying no. It's the way it's worded. So you have to understand what they're asking you. See what I'm saying? Correct, yes. Okay. Because, because, because they have a special language. And that language is something that I don't use on a regular basis. <clears throat> See, I'm a contractor. Now, I'm going to ask you, what kind of thin set do you want me to put on the tile going on your wall in your bathroom? It's a thin set. Thin, T-H-I-N. Thin set is the stuff that oh, holds thin. the tile. Yeah. What kind of thin set do you want me to put on the tile in your bathroom wall. I don't have a bathroom wall. Really? So what do you do? When you go to the bathroom, you stand outside and pee in the yard? <laughs> I could, yes. Oh, yeah, I didn't say that. See, I, you, I'm at yep. your house. I gave you an estimate. I'm a t I, I do tile. I gave you an estimate. You're going to agree for me to put tile on the bathroom wall of your house. What kind of thin set do you want me to use? What is your answer for that? I don't know what a thin set is. Duh! So, that's your answer. I don't know. What's your recommendation? You're the expert. So, what we want to do on our 1040, it says, put your income here. Then they say, salary, tips, etc. What the heck is etc.? Etc. Sounds like a good answer to me. I don't know. See? So what we have to do is is 
is answer the question. I don't know. See, there, see, because that's what I asked you earlier. Do you file a 1040? Well, not right now, but I used to. But uh, you know, uh, you gave me a you gave me a three minute dissertation. All you do is ask three or four more questions, and I've got you pegged, and you're going to be on defense the rest of your all the rest of the time. Therein lies our biggest problem. Ask, answer the question they ask. Now, if you would, Gene, ask me a question. Anything you want to ask, nothing's off the table. Ask a question so, so I can show you what I'm talking about. Well, okay. Do you fill, it, fill out a 1040? Thank you for asking. I don't know. I use WD-40, but what's 1040? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I see. I, I I do I do flooring. I put carpet down. I do tile work. I do wood floors and I do vinyl. What does that have to do with 1040? I don't know. See, I'm going to make you tell me what it is. See, and what happens is I don't know if you've noticed it or not, but if you ask the IRS agent, you didn't do so and so. Then you ask them a question, they refuse to answer it. Why do they refuse to answer it? Because everything's bogus. They don't know. There you go. So how can they ask? All they're doing is they're taught, they're trained how to do X. Ask X and Y should be the answer. If it's anything else, they call it frivolous. Yeah. So what we have to do, okay, we have to understand that. And when they ask us a question, we have to answer the question they asked, not the one we think they asked. So let me ask you Very a question. Good. Did you did you used to file a ten forty years ago? I don't know what a ten forty is. Okay, it's a tax return. Did you used to file a tax return with the number 1040 on it years ago? Um, I didn't. I'm going to fall in it again. I didn't know it's supposed to, if one was supposed to. <laughs> I'm falling in it again. Yes, you are. <laughs> See? See? See, you're telling me, well, I, I, I thought, I didn't know, I, I, I. The answer is, yeah. I have never not filed one. Let me ask you a question. Since you used to do it, what does the word file mean? <laughs> well, I got a file here. I file on a, uh, well, a piece of metal. <laughs> Okay, see the problem? Now you're now you're asking me, well, here's what a file is. See? Yeah. Now, I file them all the time. The problem is the booklet doesn't tell me where that I have to mail it. It says I have to file a return or a statement. It doesn't say I have no, to mail no. a return or a statement. Yeah. So now we got a problem. Yeah. Now, 
Are you I really sell it all the time. There you go. See, are you really that stupid that you would you would file it and not mail it in? My, you know what my answer was? No, I'm stupid. I'm stupider than that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to ask you this. Do you know what? Do you know what? If I was to tell you, I got a brand new round file, or I got a brand new file 13. What would you think it was? A round file or a file 13? Huh? Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. What would it be? It would be the next one over 12. Okay. Okay. Would it be a garbage can, a trash can, maybe? Well, that's what I was going to say, but I was afraid to. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. So the question is, do you file a 1040? Yes. Where? File 13. File 13. See? In other words, unless you, unless you know what they're talking about, see the problem? Now, let me ask you a question. I want you to define something for me. I need a tire. Okay, I need a tire. Would you explain to me what I'm buying? A tire. Yes, without using tire. In, in other words, you can't say a tire. So yeah. I'm, buying, I'm buying a tire. I need one really bad. Tell me what I'm buying. Oh, what's a synonym for a tire? Oh, my boy. You're going to have to tell me. All right. Okay, then ask me the same question. Okay. I need a tire. I need to Perfect. buy a tire. What am I buying? Perfect. What's it going on? Okay. You still got the definition okay. of a tire. Okay. Yeah, what's it okay. going on? No. Wait, okay, there's a bicycle tire, a motorcycle tire, a truck tire, right. a car tire, an eight-ply, a ten-ply, a tubeless, uh, a tube tire. Um, there's, there's solid rubber tires. There's forklift tires. Um, see, there's wagon tires. There's tricycle tires. I can't answer the question. That's what we're trying to do. So what I would say is, huh. Let me explain it to you. First of all, what is it going on? What's going on in a truck? Gotcha. What kind of truck? What size? How much weight are you going to be putting in it? How many tires are there going to be on it? See, in other words, I need to know what they are. See, 18 wheelers aren't 18 wheelers anymore. They put those wide tires on them. So now they've taken, let's see, there's two, four, six. They're eight wheelers because they got those double wide tires now. See the problem? Right. There's not enough information for you to answer the question, but we want to answer it anyways. I refuse to answer it unless I understand or I know what they're asking. That's right. That's, now, let, that's let, very let, good. let me ask you a question. In Oklahoma, now, do you know what a red herring is? Uh, well, let me show you what it is, okay? Yeah. Do you yeah. guys have airport? Do you have airports in Oklahoma? 
They're not floating in the air, but yes. Okay. I didn't you know what you mean by an airport. It's too late huh? now, isn't it? It's too late now. Yep. It's too late yep. now, isn't it? Okay. okay. Now, right. have you ever have you ever flown? Now, okay, have you ever flown leaving the airport? Flying what? By the way, Carrie, we do have somebody that has their hand raised. That's good. Okay, no problem. Okay, no problem. good. Taking me out of the gutter here. Go ahead. Thank you. Go ahead. Yes, right. I appreciate it. Go ahead. Have them. Right. That's fine. Thanks, See, I didn't know that, Ted. You just have to, you just have to right. tell me. Thank you, Gene. Thank you, Gene. Okay, 140, go ahead. 404, area code, I think it's 404. All right, Gary, I got some questions for you. I don't care. Next. <laughs> okay. All right, good deal. All right, here's my, here's my question. Here's my question for you. I want you to be an IRS agent and ask me the same questions you were asking that gentleman. Okay. First thing they're going to do is, is they're going to say, okay, do you, okay, do you file a 1040? The relevance of your question. Well, if you don't tell me, I'll have you put in jail. So do you file a 1040? Oh, really? I won't. I will not. You know, I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. So, what law? What law are you going to put me in jail under? Okay, we're done. See, you're bringing you into it. Now, let's do the same thing. Now, ask me the same question, and I'm going to show you how I would have answered it. I, but see, the relevance of the question is this: they're asking a question that they don't legally have the right to answer, Carrie. Okay, but wait a minute. You. How do you? Wait, wait a minute. How do you know? Wait a minute. How do you know that? Okay. Because they're asking me, do I have a follow 1040 form? See? Now, wait a minute. So you're telling me an A agent, an, uh, an agent from the IRS, that's an A agent. That's right. Hasn't got the right, hasn't an got a the agent. right to ask that. He's got the right to ask it, but he's got to ah, tell me what, there we go. why he's See? He's See? got to tell me why he's asking. He's got to tell okay. me. He's got to give me his delegation of authority. So well, no, he doesn't. You follow? No, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. Well, then that's called misapplication of law. Okay, but see, okay, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and charge you with practicing law without license. These people aren't fair. What I'm trying to tell you is what I do is I would ask him, are you in are you an are you an A agent or an E? Hundred percent of the time they're going to say E. I then share them seventy six oh eight, which says E agents have jurisdiction in alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. See, I always protect myself by knowing where they're coming from. See, the delegation of authority. Okay, the delegation of authority. When I was indicted. We had 18 of us, 17 in a row. Okay. Used that argument. They used that argument, and every one of them went to prison, 100%. Well, I, I'm just telling so you. So let me ask I you. Let me ask this. Let me ask you this. Have you ever read the Statutes of Large? Okay. I have. have you ever read? Now this is just a straightforward question. Have you carried? Ever read, read the statutes at large? Yes. 
Okay, so you've read it all the way back to 1876. Well, I, now, wait a second. See, that's not what you asked me. Now you're in. Okay, let me ask you a question. Uh, well, Have you ever farted? I'm I'm Okay, but I'm, I just stay with me. Don't. I mean, don't don't do your thing. Just just these are leading questions. I'm leading you. Okay, for a specific okay. Uh, outcome, and, and I'm doing like they would do, but there's a reason behind this. Okay. So, have you sure. read the Statues of Large all the way back to 1876? No. Absolutely not. Why not? Why not? Because I can't read. Well, okay. Well, then there you go. That, that's where the problem comes in. Because if you go back all the way to 1876, okay, where the Statues of Large were written, Okay, and I know this for a fact, like my name is Tony. Okay, if you go all the way back to 1876 and you follow it forward, the meaning of the statues of the large have not changed. They have not changed. They've hidden it or concealed it a little bit, but it's still the same thing that was written in 1876. It's the same laws, same laws. Okay. What does that have right. to do with me? So, okay, well, this is, that's a great question, Gary. If you read the statute of large, what takes precedence over the United States Code, okay, and there's, I'm sure you know that. I'm sure you know everything I'm telling you. All these statues of large take precedence. In other words, the, the code is only prima facie evidence, what appears to be. But if you go back and look at the statues of large, right, It'll tell you exactly what the law is, and that's why they're wow. misapplying the law. It's not because, of, right, it's now, not because you okay. didn't fill out a 1044 or whatever. Okay. It's not any of hold that. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on now, hold on. Remember, uh, when I was indicted, when I was indicted, they had 12 people sitting on a, in two rows as they asked me questions. So I read the statutes at large, and it says not one of them up there has ever read it. So what I try to do, and what you're probably right, the problem is you're making it difficult. Now, let me show you what I'm saying. I'm going to make you the best ham and cheese omelet you've ever eaten. It's Texas style. How many eggs do you want me to put in your egg so I'll know how much ham to put in it? How many eggs do you want me to put in your ham and cheese omelet? Whatever you're comfortable putting in there. No, I'm going to do whatever you ask. You tell me how many eggs you want in your omelet. I, you know what? I, I, I understand what you're saying, Carrie, but it's still no, it's totally not, irrelevant. But you're not answering. Okay, not if, you, not if you'll answer my question. It won't be. Uh, three. Put three eggs in there. Okay. No problem. An ostrich egg is, is the size of 11 eggs, so you're going to eat 33 eggs. Not a problem. That had nothing to do Absolutely. with it. Absolutely. See? Okay. So okay. Okay. See? Okay. I'm going to go ahead and use um, quail eggs. Three eggs isn't even the size of a spoon. So the statutes at large, 17 guys that went to prison, all use that. And the jury looked at him like this. They all this, said the large. They all said the statue of large, every one of them. 
No, they use that as their argument. Yes, that's what they used as their argument. Well, the statues that were. Statues that were. Okay, go ahead. I'm Okay, how many times have you been indicted? I have not been indicted once in 24 years. Okay, I've been indicted three times since 1988. And every time I go there, okay. what I do is I use the words. Now, are you in front of a computer by any chance? No, I'm driving in a car. Okay, well, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Under Title I, Section 1, it tells you anything that you're going to look at that Congress has written, unless you know the meaning of the words, this is what we're going to do. So it's not that the statutes at large aren't important. The problem is if you don't understand what they're doing or what they're saying, for an example, you wake up in the morning and your car won't start. It's dead as a hammer. Next door to your building, at your house, is a transmission shop. They specialize in eight-speed automatics with, with computer control. Your mechanic that knows your car front to back, top to bottom, that always does all the work, has a record, and he needs you to, but he's got to tow it to his shop, and the tow bill will be $150. What would you do? What would I do? Yeah. Would you, t would you have the wrecker come and pick up your car and take it to the mechanic you know, without a doubt, can fix it? Or would you take it to the trans automatic transmission shop that specializes in 8 and 10 speed computer controlled transmissions? What would you do? Well, I would say you get the same results as far as I'm concerned. See? It really depends yet, on how much they're going to charge me. Well, it, it doesn't matter because if they don't start it, they won't charge you nothing. Then you call the wrecker. You're not out of dime. If they start it and all it needs is a battery, they put a $150 battery in your car, and you don't have to have a $150 tow. If you get towed for 150 and then put $150 battery in your car, you spent $300 that the transmission people could fix. I've worked in a transmission shop. We know how to start a car. You bring a car that don't start, we have a jump box. You go over there and let them jump it, and then I'll drive it to his store. What I'm telling you is there's okay. not one size that fits all. It doesn't happen. I'm all I'm doing okay. I, I experience. I understand. Okay. I, I, I do understand that. I understand it specifically. But this is what they try to do, Carrie. They try to apply the Title 26 to everybody, and it, it doesn't fly that way. Oh, but it's you not know like what? they go in there and say. Okay. Have you seen a Title 26? Have I it's seen a Title 26? Have, 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 you, have you seen the Internal Revenue Code? It's eight inches thick. Thousand pages. I've got, I've got, yes, I've got a copy of it. Yes, I do. Okay. I've got it outlined. I have it memorized, and I got it on 29 pages. 29 pages is all you need out of that whole entire thing to where you can break it off in a matter of time.
So why would I not use what I know? I agree. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that the statutes at large are bad. I'm just telling you there's a lot of them. And you're right about him applying it wrong. I never have to get there. I've had 16 no. CDP. I've had 16 CDP hearings this year. I have it. People on that's a collection due process hearing. The longest one. Hearing. I understand. The longest one lasted 30 seconds, and we haven't heard from them again. <laughs> and we, and we and see because we use Title 26. Right. Well, well Carrie, I mean, we... Carrie, Carrie, hello? Oh. Carrie, why don't, you, why don't you ask me if I filed a 1040? Do you file a 1040? Well, where's my obligation in law to file a 1040? Okay, now you see, now you shot yourself in the foot because they're going to tell you. Title 20, Title 26701B1.3. <laughs> Well, is it seven? Wow. Everything ever over seven thousand Code of Federal uh, Title Twenty Seven. Okay, but see, uh, see, yes, it is. But see, you're in their arena. What I do is I take the three sections that they ha that's their legal right. It tells me in their own ten forty booklet our legal right. So if it's not a legal right, then it's an illegal right. So if they ask me a question outside of those three sections, I say, huh, that's illegal to ask that. Now I've got something that I can get traction on. Got it. So, see, see. So, so are you allowed when, to ask me that? No. Well, I would say what section, a 1040, I don't know what it is and what section is it coming out of. It's coming out of 66 that's in Title 26, 6601B.32Z. What would you say then? That's Title 26. Great. See? But administrative it's, enforcement. Now, so Tad, if you, you don't have a legal right to ask that. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. Now, let me show you what I'm saying. Tad, if you would, would you go in Title 26, Section 6012, and read the heading on that? Nothing else, just the heading on 6012. And here's where it tells you that. Listen to what he's going to say. All what you're saying is Persons not a problem. Persons required to make return of... Stop right there. Say that again. Persons... Required to make returns of income. Stop. So 6012 tells you who has to, who is liable to make a tax return. So there, okay. if you ask me a question and, and I don't fall in the 6012, then they're asking a question that they can't ask. I can get traction on that. There's, their Title 26 tells me 6012 says person liable. Now you can say, well, what's a person? I don't care about that. I'm a person, not a problem, because it's to my advantage. 6012 says persons liable to fill out a return of income. Now the question is, 
do I fall in 60-12? Read it and find out. It tells you in there. It tells you in six different places, and it tells you verbatim in absolutes who has to file a tax return. Tells you right there. So all of this other stuff, I'm not disagreeing with it. Why would I read the statutes that large? I've seen them. They're huge. When all i got to do is read one section that's six pages long. Okay, so so let me ask you this, Carrie, because, I mean, you, you, you're extremely knowledgeable, okay? So Title 26, ultimately, what is Title 26 about? What is the bottom line? What, why did they proclamate Title 26? It's the income tax statute. Okay. Now, let me ask you a question, okay? You're on the road. So right? when you said the income uh, well, I'm, I'm, I need to, I mean, I'm trying to understand something in my mind, so I, I need to kind of okay. no keep problem. going with this question. All right, okay, All go right. ahead. So, so the income tax, okay, income tax from what, though? Ah, now well, you got something what? I can, okay, wait a minute. Do you know what income means? I do. It's uh, you, Title 31, 321D2. I got that. Okay. But, that's okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. A 1040 is a federal okay. income tax return. That's, that's federal income. That, it, it fits perfect. But in 6012, it says who is liable for a tax return. Now, if I don't fall in that group, that, that's, there's six places in there that says this person has to fill out a tax return. It's in 6012. It tells you exactly who it is. So why would I, why would I go somewhere and argue? All I do is say, well, here it is right here. I have it highlighted. I know exactly what it says. So what I've done is I have a package that I put together. It's 29 pages. And what it is is it's 6001 and the regulation, 6011 and the regulation, 6012 and the regulation. And, the, and, and, and according to the 1040 instruction, it says 6012A. So all I have to do is know what it says in 6012A. That's it. 29 pages. I have it memorized. It tells me all of the 10,000 pages. See the problem? So what they've done is they have snookered us all this. Oh, man, I don't know about that. So what the income tax, what the, what the, um, what the uh, uh, 26 is, it's to, it's to bath you. Now let me ask you a question, if you don't mind. It's your name that you said was Tony, right? Go ahead. Okay. It is. Okay. All right. Do you know what a 501c3 is? No, sir. Will you please tell me what a 5013c is? It's a 501c3. Okay. It's a tax-exempt organization. Churches say that they're a 501c3. That's not a church. That's an organization. In the Internal Revenue Code, 508 is a church, and it defines a church. Now, under 501c3, 
it says these are it lists every single one of the tax exempt organizations. The one that's in there that I have a hard time with is it says National Football League. The National Football League is a multi-billion dollar company that probably makes more than any other company in the planet. They're probably the most lucrative business there is, yet they're 501c3. They're a tax-exempt organization. So you have a billion-dollar company that brings in millions and millions and millions every year, and they're constantly. Say that again? I've got a better one for you. Do you know okay. how they're listed as they're listed as entertainment so they don't have to uh, uh, qualify under the antitrust laws? That's correct again. See, so what I'm trying to tell you is how does the uh, statutes at large address the National Football League? That's a great question. I've got the answer, Carrie, but I'm afraid that uh, it's going to hit you sideways. No, let me tell you. Hey, listen. listen. The statutes statutes of large, okay, as far as the income tax at Title 21 or Title 26, it's it's all distilled spirits, tobacco, and cotton. That's all it is. Go all the way back to 1876 and follow it forward all the way to what was it? What was the last one? 1998. Wasn't that the last time they revised it? Yes. The, now, the let me meaning, tell you something. The meaning hasn't okay. Now let me tell you something that's even easier. That let me tell you something that's even easier than that. All right. Shoot. 60, Title 26, 6012 regulation says there's six places that you have to pay taxes. If you're not one of those six, no. Requirement needed. I would rather read six okay. pages than eight. Okay. All right. So, so I see. That's why I talk to you. Okay. But you're right. You're right. But see, I know I've already read the statutes, and I'm just that I'm a propeller head. So, but you're right. No so the other place that I can go, the other place you're telling me to go look is 26 CFR 6012. You got it. Okay. And when and that, you, when, you know and what? I, huh? and, I, and I will. As a matter of fact, when we get off the phone, I'll start reading. <laughs> so, hey, so here's my last here's my last question for you. And this probably interests anybody on the phone. Uh, the Internal Revenue puts a lock letter on your account. Now I know I'm very familiar with you said in the past that. You know, in order to you, know, you get all your money back, you file a 1040 with a 2555 form, which is U.S. person working abroad, okay? But how do you get them to release the lock letter? Okay, here's what I'm doing, okay? I'm writing a letter to the office that has it, and what I do is I ask them first why they have it. They'll come back and say, because you didn't file the tax return. I got them. Under 6012, I don't I don't qualify. So I send them 6012, and I send them my my um, my court my court order, and I put a cover letter with it. The reason the IRS doesn't have jurisdiction because I don't fall under 6012. Let them tell me something different. It doesn't make me no difference. 
Now let me ask you a question. All right, so if, how much? So if they if they well, well let me let me just elaborate a little bit. So if if they come back, because you know that letter is a twenty twenty eight oh one C. That's a lock letter. If they come back with a thirty forty two and tell you that they they can ask you these freaking questions because the yada yada yada. I mean, the lock letter it tells you you know they give you this regulation and that regulation, and I don't have the letter in front of me because I'm driving. That's fine. Okay, but I'm just saying. What I do. I mean, I'm, okay, I'm sure you're I, familiar with that. Damn. Okay, what I do is I put together a cover letter. I take that one page out of the 1040 instruction booklet. I highlight it, and okay. I tell them, what you're asking me is illegal. So either drop, the, either drop your – because, see, once I know what they're doing, I can then build a defense. The problem that we're having is you get a lock-in letter, and, and it paralyzes us, and I understand it. Then you go back and say, you can't do that because, because, because. I First thing I do is ask them why they did it. Then they're going to tell me because you didn't follow 1040. Oh, gotcha. 6012 says I don't have to. Six, see, in your own 1040 booklet, it says I have to file a returner statement. And I tell them all the time, I've already filed my statement for the, for the last 100 years and the next five. I've already filed my statement. Now I've got something. If I have to take them, see, you cannot sue the IRS because I've done it. You can go online and put my name in and you'll see it. The, 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 the court said you can't sue an IRS agent because this court has no jurisdiction. So there's no court that has jurisdiction on an IRS agent. But if you look at the United States District Court, it says jurisdiction, and they give you the eight things they can hear. One is a federal question, and a federal question is a federal um, – they give you the, the eight things they can hear. I write the lawsuit that says – the federal agent said that I got a lock-in letter because here's my proof. Here's what it says. That's outside of their scope. They're they're using they're against going against the law. That's an illegal seizure. Now I can go there and, and, and argue it because see now I'm in their jurisdiction. All right, well, you're breaking up, so we're going to let you go. Okay. All right. And, Tony, Tony, in case you can hear me, thank you very much for calling me. Thank you, thank you. All right, so I've got that thing up here in front of me. Do you want me to read it? What thing in front of you? 26 code 6012, persons required hey, to make returns. See, that's all you have to know. So in 6012, it tells you who has to. Go ahead and read it. It's only one page. Read it, if you don't mind. A, general rule, returns with respect to income taxes under subtitle A shall be made by the following. One, A, every individual having for the taxable year gross income which equals or exceeds the exemption amount, except that a return shall not be required of an individual who is not married, determined by applying Section 7703, is not a surviving spouse, is defined under Section 2A, is not a head of a household, is defined in Section 2B, and for taxable year has gross income of less than sum of exemption amount, plus the basic standard deduction applicable to such an individual. That is horseshit. Okay, now you see what I'm saying. 
But if you go to the CFR, it clarifies it even more. So, okay. The point that I'm trying to make to you is Tony's right about that, but there's another way to do it, I think. Oh, okay. Oh, I got you. Okay. Um, so what we have to do is we have to use, in my opinion, because we're not helping one or two people, and we're not, and we're not helping everybody that has a college degree or has a degree in law. We're helping the masses. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to show them a way to get results by using um, the Tinker Toys. Or it says, see, if I can go in and we've had, uh, I've had 16 C, um, CF, CDP hearings. That's a okay. collection due process hearing. I've right. had 16 this year. Okay. All 16 took the package that I put together for them, went in there, and I have a a little script that they read off of, and, and the longest one lasted 38 seconds. The longest. <laughs> and, the, and the last one we went to, the last one we went to, the, the, uh, the CID agent punched his, the table and said, you've been prepped. So what's happening is, well, I'm not going to stand there and slug it out with him. You can't beat the IRS on taxes. That's impossible. That's, that's like putting Muhammad Ali in the ring with me. I've never boxed anybody. He'll clean my clock. He'll clean my clock. So what I have to do is I have to fight Muhammad Ali in something that I can beat him in. I can beat him in checkers because, see, if he makes a one bad move, I got him. See what I'm saying? So it's not – we're not going to fight the IRS on taxes. So can you give us that package tax. that you put together? No, yeah. I can't. Okay. You already have it, Tad. Yay. But, but, but what the, I'm saying to you is... The 20 pages you're talking about. No, yes, yes. But what I'm saying is, what we have to understand is... Okay, let me ask you this, Tad, and you'll answer this, answer this truthfully as you can. Do you know what a Mustang is? I have various ideas. Okay, what do you think it is, then? It could be a horse. It could be a car. Okay. My, there's a high school right down the road from where I'm at. That's, their mascot are the Mustangs. So it's a high school. So in order for you to answer that question, you have to ask, what is the convocation? What? what? There you go. What are you talking about? See, because, okay, there's a street in my neighborhood. That's, it's Mustang Street. There's a road on the other side of town that says Mustang Road, Mustang Highway. These are all, they're all Mustangs, but yet okay. you never mentioned any of them. So what right. we're doing is we're going up against these people, and I'm not saying, in fact, if you could read these statutes at large and learn them, he's, uh, uh, Tony's probably right. It would be to your advantage to do so. <coughs> or, or you can get my package I put together at a nominal fee for, for, for and, and read it, and you could read it in a weekend. I had it memorized in three days because it's only, it's only 29 pages. 
And I went through and highlighted everything I needed in mine. I went through and highlighted it. And now what I did was I highlighted in orange what talked about me and yellow what talked about somebody else. There's no orange in it. See, they're not talking about me. And chances are they're not talking about 90% of the people on the call tonight. Maybe right. more like 98%. See, and the reason for it is um, the sections that we're talking about is their only legal place they can ask you. See? Okay. <coughs> so have you filed a 1040? Well, where's your legal right to ask? There you go. See, where's your legal right to ask? That's all you could say. You could say that, huh, I don't know. Or where's your legal right to ask? That would be a good one. Then they're going to tell you under 6604, 7209, whatever they say. Oh, uh-huh. then you hand them, then you would hand them that one-page document that I have highlighted and hand it to them and say, that is outside of your legal scope. I'm sorry. And then sit down. Because if they try to move an aggress, become aggressive with you, now I can, okay, anybody on here, I bet, I'm going to bet you $1,000, I can make you fill out a 1040 and sign it under penalties of perjury. I can do that. Because I have a sword and I'll cut your kid's head off, your wife, or I'll cut yours off if you don't. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, so there is conditions that you will file one because you're threatened and you're, and you're see, they can't do right. that. So if it's not their legal right, if it's not their legal right, and they say I have to do it, now I'm threatened. I can sue that uh, IRS agent or the commissioner or whatever. And the funny thing and the unique thing that I found out is when Clinton was president, what he did is he fired all the district directors. There are right. no district directors. Okay, everything in the, ten, in, in the um, Title 26 talks about the district director. There aren't any. There's nada, zip, zero. There's not any. So that weakened their hand that much more. That's the reason I use these three sections that the 1040 booklet tells me, use these three because this is our only legal right. And I've read it. I've read it top to bottom, left to right, top to bottom, whatever you want to say. I've highlighted it. I've underlined it. I've circled it. I've made notes on it. My, my particular one, I've gone through it so many times, I know what page it's on. The pages are even wrinkled. And not one place in there, not one place in there says that I am required to file. But it does say I'm not. You just read it. That's ridiculous. One, one that's required. See? It tells you, but if you go to the if you go to the title uh, CFR twenty six sixty twelve and, and read it, you have it. No, no. CFR. Okay, that's Code of Federal Regulations. I know CFR regu- what? Okay, twenty six. Twenty six. 6012A, because that's what it says. A. And and if you read that, it tells you who has to file. And it's going to blow your head off. It's going to blow your head off. 26 CFR 1.6012-2. 
Hold it. Let me go back. Me Pull my package out and see what it says on there. It might be 301. Oh, here we go, 26. You know, see if I... Okay, there we go. File, okay. This makes it a little better. Individuals required to make returns. <clears throat> Individuals required mm-hmm. to make returns of income. Individual citizen or resident. There you go. In general, except as provided in subparagraph 2 of this paragraph, an income tax return must be filed by every individual for each taxable year beginning 73, which he derives $600 more gross income, and beginning after gross income, such individual is a citizen of the United States, whether residing at home or abroad, a resident of the United States, even though not a citizen thereof, an alien bona fide. Okay, so you're saying, all right, so how does this clarify? Now we get now now we get to go into Black's Law Dictionary and define those words. See? Now if you look in there, it's gonna give you. If you look in that section, go down there to where it's blue. If you click the blue, it'll pull up that statute. And it says individual. Click there's a statute number or a individual's blue or underlined or something. Click it, it'll open up and it'll define the United it States. The term United States means as defined in section seventy seven oh one A nine. Okay, seventy seven oh one A nine, just for your information, is Title Twenty Seven. See? In other words, it's there. <laughs> it tells you what you want. But it's also in the statutes at large. It is. But the statutes at large, and I'm not telling you not to get it, not to read it. I don't give legal advice. If you want to file, by all means file. But the one problem that we're having is I ask people, do you follow 1040? No. Why? Because I'm not required. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Well, wait a minute. You might be required. See, the reason I don't file one, because it says in their own 1040, and I think this is funny. There's a 1040 form, and you get a booklet with it. In the 1040 booklet, it says file a return or statement. It doesn't say a 1040. So that's my answer. Do you file? No, why? Because I file a statement. See? A return or. The word or means a statement and a return are equal. So what I do, if you want to know what I use as my statement, I'll tell you what I use as my statement, and then I put them in a drawer at the house, in my filing cabinet, just like it says. Right. Okay. Does that make sense? (coughs) A little bit. Okay. What part don't you understand? Individual citizen or resident. A. See, all these no. words, all these words are defined. They're all defined right there. Now, does anybody else have their hand up? No. Okay. B. Return of non-resident alien individual. Now, be real careful with that because. I'm going to ask a question. You're, if uh, when, I, when I was being indicted, one of the guys said, I'm a non-resident alien. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. An alien, I've seen them. In, in uh, Area 51, they got these big eyes and these weird ears. They're born on Mars. So an alien could be born on Mars, and he's non-resident to Mars. So, see, you've got to be careful. You don't want to use a word 
or a definition or call yourself something you do not know what the definition is and how it's used. Now, if you know what it is and you have it defined and you have it on a piece of paper in case they question, you can hand it to them, see, as part of the glossary page. See, what you do is you say non-resident alien and define it. Now you've got something that you can stand on. See? So wait a minute. But United mine, States is defined at 7701A9. So let's okay. go look that up. Okay, while you're doing that. What I'm what I'm finding is they won't use my glossary page because when I when I use my glossary page it takes them out of the picture so they say they're not going to use it so that's when I come up with my 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 word of arts I use their words and I define them with their words of art go ahead and read that when you get to it uh, seventy seven oh one. Where to? And while you're doing that, I also went through and I actually outlined Title 26. And so, with the pat, with when I put a thing together for the CDP hearings, I give them the outline. I write them a little story of what they asked the IRS agent, and then I put together a package. And when I put that package together, like I said, the longest one we've been in was, I think, was, thir- was 38 seconds. Something, I, maybe, I forget what it was, but it was Shoot. just a few seconds, and that was it. What happened? Uh, it said 7701 A9. Well, it starts at B. Ain't that safe? See, so that's telling you something, isn't it? See, it's all uh, Now, I'm looking at the sections. CFRs, not Title 26. I understand. I go to Title 26. There's probably no CFR for 7701. There may not be a CFR for that. So, so they don't need it because it's it doesn't need a code because it's just a definition. So go to Title 26, 7701, and see what it says. <clears throat> U.S. Code 7701A9. United States, the term United States, when used in a geographical sense, includes only the states and the District of Columbia. Only the states and the District of Columbia. Okay, well, wait a minute. That's in geographical. We're not talking geographics. We're talking taxes. So define it in tax in taxes <clears throat> language. The term state shall be construed to include the District of Columbia where such construction is necessary to carry out provisions of this title. See? So it's still not clear. So what I'm trying to tell you is, <laughs> I'm not very bright, okay? But, but I do know this. The times that I've been indicted, I use those three sections. Without fail, I have walked out. I have walked out of the courthouse, and the reason for it because it gives me everything, everything I want. Now, if you have a minute, would you go to sixty six six zero zero one and read the heading on that one? And then you'll see what it's what it says. Notice for regulations requiring record statements and special returns. 
Okay, so these are special returns and your records. So if you don't have a special return, that doesn't pertain to you. Now go to 6011 and just read the heading on it. General requirement of return statement or list. Okay, now that's where it says you must file a return or statement. It comes from 6011. Tells you in there that you don't have a choice. You have to file a return or statement. But it doesn't say mail it doesn't say mail it in, doesn't say fill it out. It says you must file it. So I file a statement. Every year I file a statement. I type on okay. a piece of paper, each, each shit and die, 2014, okay. or whatever, and I put it in my file. So if they want to see them, I'll grab them, I have a pile of them, take them down and give them to them. Here, I've, I've done what she said, and I get it right out of the 1040 booklet. Now, years ago, when I got indicted the first time, in the, in the and it's still there, but they've rearranged it, on the 1040, it says add lines 1 through 20, one, this is your total income. But if you go in the 1040 booklet, it, it would have line one to tell you how to do it, line two, line three. It, it told you where to get all this information. Line 22 said total income. It went from title from number 21 to 23. They took 22 completely out of the book. So the book wouldn't even tell you what total income was. So when I got set free and we set about 15 guys that year that got indicted, we used that argument in the 1040 booklet. They took it out. Now, if I remember, I'm doing this from memory. On the 1040, I believe it's line seven, maybe eight says total income. If you go into the, if you go into the um, uh, 1040, the 1040 instruction booklet. Look up total income. It's on it's on line seven or eight, and it's talking about um, channel forty eight on Friday night or something. It, it's it it makes it, you can't draw that from that. In other words, they still haven't tied the two together. They're not telling you what it is. The other thing you can look up in Black's Law Dictionary, the definition of income, it's not there either. So uh -huh. they. See, so income is not anywhere. It's not in the 1040. It's not on the 1040, and it's not in the 1040 instruction booklet. Yet, you're supposed to put it down. Here's what they say. Uh, get it from your W-2, salary, tip, etc. The problem is I don't get salary, I don't make tips, and I, and I darn sure don't get paid, etc. So, see, so now I got a problem. I don't have any income, see? And what I told the IRS when I was indicted, he says, well, then what do you get paid? And I says, dubilators. The stupid <laughs> IRS agent says, what's the dubilator? I said, you idiot, it's income. <laughs> so, so, so what happens is I made dubilators that year. He said, well, what is a dubilator? It's income. I made 72 of them. But I can't find a chart that says dubilators. How much do I pay? I have no idea. And so that's how the whole thing went. And, and see, all of that was done with their own writing. So now, because we beat them up so bad, they changed the 1040 just a couple of years ago. It used to be the, um, the uh, 
the uh, Paper Reduction Act was on page 109. Now it's on 100 because they've taken 17 pages out of it because they don't want – there were certain intricate things that as I went through it, I marked them. When you go there, one, it would say it would say on the 1040, put your um, left hand here, line whatever. Go in the book, it would say, this is your right hand. See, they, they were – in other words – they were defining one thing on the 1040, and then on the, in the booklet, they defined it as something completely different. So I just had all that highlighted. When I went to court, I asked this. That's what I asked. See, I never tell them anything. I don't tell them nothing. I ask. See, the question is, I'm supposed to file a 1040. What is it? See, it's a federal income tax return. Yet federal income is not defined except in Title 31, Section 321B2, says for the purposes of federal income. So I thought that was important. I had that, I had that section on my glossary page. See, now I have it. Where did it come from? I tell them where it came from. So what's happening is I just use what they say against them. See, when I was indicted, they arrested me and they said, um, anything you say can or will be used against you in the court of law. So that's what I tell them. Anything they say will be used against them. And they're, and they're telling me all this stuff in writing. So I use every bit of it against them. All right. Well, listen, it's getting late. I'm impressed so, with Carrie, that. Huh? I said, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> so I think we're going to call it a night. So, Carrie, thank you very okay. much. Before you go, I want to say thanks to those two guys that came on and asked questions. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you as well. Good night. Good night. Behaves. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.